It used to be, whenever I went back to Chicago, I would make a point of visiting my favorite painting, Gustave Caillebotte's Paris Street, Rainy Day. This is the very first painting I ever fell in love with, and it's the first unofficial episode of Artipus when my dad asked me, on one visit, what I liked about it. Because he likes landscapes, and this painting is a cityscape, and there are people in it, on a Paris street, on a rainy day. I love cities. I also love architecture. And Caibot, who was trained as an architectural engineer, fills his paintings with straight lines and the perspective of architecture, which is not the same as the perspective of, say, the Renaissance. There's a point on the horizon that architecture uses as a reference, where in classical paintings the reference can be a point on the far horizon, in the middle ground, the sky, the foreground. It's a perspective of emotion, while architectural work uses a perspective of motion. That's not what I told my dad, though. I told my dad that I love Kaibot's painting because you can almost smell it. The smell of spring rain on a city street. You can almost hear it. Footsteps, quiet conversation, the rattle of carriage wheels. You can almost feel it. I love the painting because you can almost step inside. It used to be that whenever I went back to Chicago, I always made a visit to my favorite painting. But then, Chicago got the bean. And then that became my favorite thing to see. It's so shiny. Welcome to Artipus, art you can hear. Artipus visits Anish Kapoor's Cloud Gate in Chicago. I just flew in from Chicago and boy are my arms tired. It was my first visit back to the States in two years. Things there are more American-y. As usual, I made a beeline for the bean. The bean, as it's known by everyone who is not Anish Kapoor, is the centerpiece of Chicago's Millennium Park, officially unveiled in 2006. Inspired by liquid mercury, Kapoor's design is made up of 168 stainless steel, highly reflective plates with no visible seams. Meant to celebrate the city and her famous skyline and elevate the visitor, hence the name Cloudgate, it has become a major tourist destination and is one of the most recognizable features of the Chicago cityscape. And anyway, it's in the shape of a kidney bean, so what do you want, Anish Kapoor? It's the bean. Although Kapoor's vision was to uplift and transform the visitor, the bean doesn't do that. And it doesn't do that because transformation is a singular experience, and you are never alone with the bean. And because you are never alone with the bean, it is firmly rooted on the ground, which is what I love about it. It is, to me, one of the most perfect examples of public art in existence. It incorporates the huge Midwestern sky and the magnificent Chicago skyline. But most importantly, it incorporates the people, too. And it's the people that make a city. Although they are perhaps shaped by architecture and weather and geography, and certain types of people flock to certain cities, a city is just a collection of buildings unless there are people who inhabit it. Think of office parks or huge office plants out in the middle of nowhere on a long holiday weekend. 
So the bean, or cloud gate, reflects the city and the people who live in it, too. In a more literal way than Kaibot's painting, you enter the bean. The city enters the bean, the sky enters the bean, and you enter it, too. The curious quality of the reflective surface tends to reflect images from somewhere inside the mirrored surface, rather than bounce them off. You are all one, living in this strange globule dropped from space. Because the bean is such a tourist destination at this point, the sheer diversity of people reflected in it is spectacular. People from all over the world in all kinds of dress and costume of all colors, religions, genders, ages, sizes, contained, laughing, trembling inside the bean like in a reflective pool in the fourth dimension. You can touch it. You can run your hands over its strange reflective surface with no visible or tactile seams. It's made of a material that doesn't heat up and make it too hot to touch in the summer, nor too cold in the winter, so, so there's no danger of getting your tongue stuck to it, which was, by the way, a real concern for the city when considering Kapoor's proposal because the Midwest. You can walk under it. It has an omphalos, the Greek word for navel. What it's supposed to signify is the Greek idea of the center. In Greek lore, Zeus sent two eagles across the world to meet at its center, the navel of the world. And I suppose, if Chicago is the largest city in the Midwest, and the Midwest is supposed to be the middle of America, and if you believe that America is the center of geopolitical power and currency, and is therefore the most important place in the world, then, sure, I'll buy that for a dollar. But Omphalos is also the place where the masculine and the feminine meet, which is what Anish Kapoor had in mind, and that allows direct communication with the gods. Kapoor's work often wrestles with ideas of chaos, creation, transformation, and enlightenment that can encompass a full spectrum of disciplines, from physics to spiritualism to mythology to geometry to architecture meant to lift the viewer from the human realm into the unknown, whether it's the uncharted territory of spiritual enlightenment through works like Cloudgate, or the existential exploration of identity through works like Descent into Limbo, Kapoor's black hole installed in a flooring surface, and using the pigment Vanta Black, a black so black it absorbs 99.96% of light, making you wonder, if you stick your hand in the hole, if you're ever going to see it again. There was a hoax in 2016 that Kapoor had covered the bean in Vanta Black. The public has had a decade to interact with the reflective surface of Cloudgate, and I felt it was time for a change, the hoax news article quoted Kapoor as saying. Since I started taking on these large public projects, the world has become a much darker place, he said. I want my work to reflect that. Although it was a hoax, this actually doesn't sound too out of character for Kapoor, who has said that the pet name for Cloudgate, the bean, is, and I quote, completely stupid. Not fake news. The artist himself is constantly at war with the public he generally deems too stupid to interact with his public works, as he intends them to be, using them for entirely human purposes, like selfies and backdrops to Hollywood movies, instead of for a reflection for transformation, for enlightenment. So, I guess he knows how the Buddha, Jesus, and Muhammad must have felt.
And while Cloudgate does reflect loftier visions and the loftier transformative ideals of Anish Kapoor, which, by the way, are necessary, humans need lofty ambitions. It's why we have religion. Hell, it's why we have art. But it doesn't reflect the irony of the gleaming Trump Tower and the giant five letters of the president's family name slapped onto the surface, hovering over the Dusable Bridge, named after Jean-Baptiste Pointe-du-Sable the founder of Chicago, believed to be of African descent and who was arrested in 1779 by British military on suspicion of being an American sympathizer in the Revolutionary War. It doesn't reflect the kids wandering around Millennium Park, selling peanut M&Ms three for $10 to support their fictional baseball teams, just trying to make a buck. It doesn't reflect the homeless people who line the magnificent mile each to his or her own spot, some with tents, almost all with signs that are dense little summaries of how I got here. Life stories packed onto two-by-two-foot cardboard signs that remind me of Instagram star Timothy Goodman's stories and love poems crammed in those little digital squares. It doesn't reflect the gang members, both the dead and the soon-to-be-dead, or the emergency workers so fatigued by gun violence they got a front-page article in the Chicago Sunday Tribune, or the gun stores that take out full-page ads in the Nation and World section of that same Sunday paper. It doesn't reflect the homeless woman I saw trying to hide in the shadows of the skyscrapers on Michigan Avenue, her two small children shuffling behind her, dirty and serious, and their eyes bright with hunger. But imagine if an artist was so powerful, a piece of art really could produce a mass transformation, like an artistic Jonestown, but nobody dies. Gustave Caillebotte's Paris Street Rainy Day is what drove me to Paris, where I spent six years of my life because I needed to stand in that painting. And I suspect I'm not the only one. It's one of the most recognizable paintings in the world, and Paris is a city of romantics. But what if the transformation isn't a transformation of city or country, but a transformation of beliefs, of social structures and the things we value? What if art really could change the world? At Cloudgate, on a regular sunny day, I'm not sure there's a lot of spiritual transformation happening. People walk right up to it, sit underneath it, put their feet on the walls of the structure and take selfies at weird angles, make funny faces, take group photos, play with the distortion of the city and the sky and themselves in the funhouse mirror of the bean. But if laughter is communication with the gods, then the umphalos is a clear channel. The amount of smiling faces, laughing families, and pure human joy captured every day in Kapoor's reflective sculpture reflects the most wonderful things about ourselves back to ourselves. And if you're in the proximity of the bean, you can't help but get a little of that reflection on you too. I hope the gods are listening. Cloudgate is located in Millennium Park, just off of Washington and Michigan Avenue in Chicago. You can visit it all year round. The music in this episode is Soulful Strut by the Young Holt Trio and used under the Fair Use Act. 
This episode is broadcasting just in time for my birthday. Know what I want for my birthday this year? A gold star or five. If you like Artipus, please support us and help us grow by rating your favorite episode on iTunes. Just log into iTunes, search for Artipus, find your favorite show, and tell us what you think. Thanks. Find artists and exhibits in your city and everywhere you go with Glarify, the world's first art map app. The interactive global mapping tool that lets you locate artist studios, openings, and exhibits in your town and around the world. Become part of your local art scene. It's free. Glarify is an official partner of Artipus. Visit Glarify.com. Artipus is a proud supporter of Prana, the platform for the homeless. Prana is a digital platform bridging the information gap between volunteers, organizations, and the homeless, providing direct connections to real-time information about food, shelter, clothing, medical help, and more. Help the homeless by helping Prana grow. Visit Prana at www.prana-deutschland.de. Artipus is written and produced in Berlin by Susie Kollek with sound design by Nathan Terry and broadcast on World Radio Paris in France, Indie Republic in Germany, and in the U.S. on 89.3 FM Chaos Community Radio. You can also stream us on SoundCloud or download us on iTunes. Just search for Artipus, A-R-T-I-P-O-E-U-S. And you can see photos and read transcripts of this episode and more at artipus.com. That's all for Artipus this week. I'm Susie Kollek. See you around town.